The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, glad to be back with you today. <clears throat> today we have a really good uh, uh, good program, uh, as if we didn't have the other fine times. We do. We do have good programs. Today's a really good program, though, because this will be a lot of a lot of help and a lot of use to uh, to people who are worried about um, about early detection of uh, of disorders long long before uh, they get to the point where they can't be properly treated and can't be helped. <clears throat> so today we have um, on in our show. Uh, Dr. Gregory Melvin, uh, D.C., and he is a board-certified uh, board-certified uh, clinical thermographer, um, and he uh, he has been uh, doing uh, reading thermography, uh, and we'll get into that and what what that is. He, he's been reading thermograph thermograms for um, enough years to so that his. Uh, his assistant here has said that uh, he has maybe read a million thermograms and can really read them, read them very, very fast, um, <laughs> um, and and really get a lot of great information out of them. Uh, and uh, so he's he's been around. Uh, he's been reading uh, reading thermograms for, for uh, over twenty years. Uh, in addition, we have uh, Linda Hayes. Uh, who is a, a certified clinical thermo- thermographer, and she actually is the uh, is the technician who will who can run the thermograms and her and who has uh, uh, 25, 25 years uh, of experience in uh, yeah. in doing that, and she has some uh, incredible experiences to share with us uh, today as well. So uh, both of you, uh, Dr. Dr. Melvin, uh, Linda, thank you very very much for being on the show and welcome. Yes, Howard. It's great to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much, and we're so excited about this show. Well, this is really uh, is really an opportunity because um, we know that uh, this is specifically uh, the the best thing about it is for uh, is for uh, detecting and early detection of not just of breast cancer but of the early signs that you might be getting breast cancer. And when we consider that, uh, I think it's one out of seven now, or even maybe one out of six women in the United States uh, gets breast cancer sometime in her life. Um, it's it's of uh, it's definitely of um, of concern to most women, and as a matter of fact, many women nowadays are having uh, are having prophylactic mastectomies. In other words, they're so scared 
of, um, of breast cancer, which in the end is a very lethal um, disease, <clears throat> they're so scared of, of uh, breast cancer and the, and the um, uh, treatments that are ordered for breast cancer and the results of those treatments and the damage it's done that they're having their breasts removed. They're having healthy breasts removed. Um, because they're so scared of it. So uh, what we want to do is we want to, first of all, let you know breast cancer is not an incurable disease. It's not a, uh, a dangerous and, and uh, bad disease unless, of course, you treat it using the conventional uh, medical paradigm. Um, Dr. Melvin, you want to explain a little bit uh, what what thermography is and why it can detect early signs uh, of breast cancer uh, uh, at so much earlier of a stage and, and how much earlier of a stage as well? Uh, thermography basically is a neural vascular uh, test. It's a physiological test uh, using skin temperatures as markers related to disorders beneath the skin. I mean, this... this Technology actually is as old as Hippocrates, who would slur mud on the body, and depending on what parts of the body would uh, dry first or stay moist, were indicators of dysfunction of those particular organs uh, as far back as 400 B.C. So, so basically, with a therm- thermogram that you're inspecting, although it's much more high tech and much more uh, detailed, and especially with the false color uh, imaging and uh, and highlighting and so forth that you can do to adjust the uh, the very small variations, um, in in essence, it's the same exact the same exact picture um, with, with a little more detail that as Hippocrates was getting. <laughs> yes, it is. You know what, Howard, what I tell uh, women, you know, when I do a PowerPoint for them, I always say, you know, I mean, a lot of women say they've never heard of thermal imaging. And I says, well, you have, you know, they use it for the weather, they use it for the borders, they use it for night vision, the military uses it. But isn't it amazing how we can, like the weather, we're looking for that storm, and I say, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that storm before it hits in your body. So it's this, it's the same technology as they use uh, on the weather. Well, thermal imaging has certainly been around for a very long time. Um, the, the, definitely, the military has been using it for a very long time to uh, to detect anomalies uh, in in the picture that they think they're supposed to be seeing, and and thus uh, uh, keep themselves safe. Um, and, and but of course, what you're doing is keeping women safe um, by by detecting early signs uh, of of. Anomalies that they should not be seeing in their breasts way, way before uh, they they are, they would show up on a on a, um, a mammogram. Can you explain how much earlier and why? No, I, I think what we're looking for are the are the precursors, the lymph congestion, um, chronic inflammation. These are two characteristics that are um, obviously are are the preventive. Features where a mammogram doesn't look at either one of those two no. features, let alone uh, one of the last features that uh, we're seeing, of course, in thermography is uh, estrogen dominance, which is the primary uh, features that are facilitating cancer. And these are very easily seen with the thermogram eight to ten years before you'd ever even a tumor on a, on a mammogram. Eight to ten years. That's the answer to your question, Howard. That is amazing. I tell women, why do you want to wait eight years 
And every time you go to get a mammogram to find out if you have a tumor, who wants to wait eight years? And now Dr. Melvin's talking about precursors. I mean, we want a blueprint. We don't want to wait till we're sick. We want to know before. That's why we love thermography. It's such early detection. And the precursors are so important. The mammogram will never show you precursors. You have to have that tumor for eight years before a mammogram will pick it up. Because because it's uh, because small small tumors don't show up on um, on mammograms, and by the time it's it's gotten to the size that would show up, is is that correct? The size that would show up on a mammogram. Talking about a four billion uh, cells to produce a one centimeter tumor. Mm-hmm. Well, that four billion cells has been been developing for quite some time. And thermography, Howard, can pick it up at two years at 256 cells. Now, what do you think your chances are better, at two years at 256 cells or at eight years at 4 billion cells? Well, and, you know, I know you were just talking about, you know, how, how breast cancer, it, it isn't something uh, so fearful. And I, what I do is when I do the PowerPoint, I tell women, you know, breast cancer is not a death sentence. Especially if we find it early. Well, especially if we find it early, and the the point the point there being that at, when you have two hundred and fifty six cells, that's much much easier to uh, to to fight and to destroy, um, but not not by surgery, not by radiation, not by chemotherapy. You want to you want to change your lifestyle. Uh, absolutely, Howard. I, I think that this is the keynote that. Um, we're looking for inflammatory responses. Well, if, if the body is not eliminating properly, if you're not feeding it properly, then uh, by having this blueprint, you're, you're able to help direct patients more towards that, that self-healing that, that is the only way that these bodies can help, help themselves. Well, given that cancer is a lifestyle disease, uh, and and although although doctors will not ever let you know that because that takes away their power and gives the power back to the patient, like, cancer is a lifestyle disease. And if you're suffering, if you're if you're suffering from something that's incipient cancer, then it's a lot easier to change your lifestyle eight years earlier than yeah. it is to change it. You know, by the time you've got a tumor that's already growing rapidly. Yeah, well said. So if you so so tell me, um, Linda, I understand you had a well. What happens with uh, mammograms is when they when they come up with mammograms, often, very often, uh, you were telling me, uh, Dr. Melvin, uh, very often it's a false false positive. Is that correct? Eighty eighty percent of all all um, biopsies that are performed uh, on lieu in lieu of a mammogram and even in lieu of an, an ultrasound. They're doing these biopsies that 80% of them are negative. Well, well, that's 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 a lot of false positives. Well, but that also that also means that uh, that that if if they if they put a, a needle in, the chances of finding uh, one of these tiny little tumors that you know maybe maybe a few hundred thousand or a million cells uh, is is very small. Well, again, on, on the mammogram, when they find a marker, a, a hue or a calcium density on a mammogram, usually, again, it's, it's somewhere between 8 to 8 millimeters up to 1 centimeter in size to begin with, and yet can't even differentiate if it's a fibrocystic or a tumor. 
That's a, yeah, that's amazing. So, so it's uh, so, so these uh, very invasive and actually dangerous carcinogenic uh, X-rays um, that you use to detect uh, these things. Uh, and if you detect them, you don't, you can't even really tell. They're not very high resolution in terms of accuracy. Um, are not are not all that much of a help. Yeah, yeah. I think when you think of the amount of radiation received right. in the imaging itself. And then yet the percentages that are false, false positives. That uh, and then if if the the process of even the biopsy, it tends to spread these cells around. I think you and let alone the compression of the breast from the plate on the breast, causing a rupturing of of a well encapsulated tumor. I mean, how many negatives before you get a positive out of that? Right, so there is, so it's, it has its, it has its own major, major difficulties. We're coming up on a break, and um, I'd, I'd like to have everybody uh, just hold, stay with us through the break. We'll, we'll be talking more with uh, Dr. Uh, Greg Melvin and Linda Hayes, a uh, certified clinical thermographer, uh, after the break. Linda has a fascinating story about her own biopsy. Um, and um, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be right back. This uh, program is is the the power of natural healing brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. Um, and of course, uh, the uh, uh, Dr. Melvin and uh, and uh, Linda will be having uh, will will be giving you their um, their information as well. Stay with us. Uh, we're just going to a quick break here, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. Um, and the program is brought to you by Gerson Health Media. 
at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute bringing you true healing at gerson.org. Um, we invite you to stop in at uh, gersonmedia.com, sign up for our free newsletter, um, browse our, browse our uh, books, our DVDs, read the, uh, read the testimonials of people who have recovered from one thing or another on the Gerson ther- therapy. And um, and um, add your add your story if you have one. Uh, I got a, a lovely email after last week's program, and um, a woman uh, had had um, written in and said, uh, "Thank you very much. I'd love to hear you uh, on on the show." And I myself have had a wonderful experience on the Gerson therapy, and um, unfortunately, I I can't find that. I can't find the actual email. Uh, otherwise, I'd read it to you. Uh, I invite I invite uh, this lady to uh, to repeat that and send it in send it in again because I'd like to uh, I'd like to read it. Um, we have on the show uh, Dr. Gregory Melvin, D.C., uh, and uh, Linda Hayes, certified clinical thermographer, and uh, they've been talking about the advantages of thermography. Um, for women's breast health um, and detection of early early detection of disease um, over uh, over mammograms and um, Linda uh, you you have had a personal experience which apparently uh, changed your life uh, you want to tell us about that it absolutely did you know um, Howard I have been doing thermography for over 25 years but I started off doing work comp evaluations and that's more looking at the muscle skeletal and then I had a lump in my breast. And, you know, so I went for my annual mammogram, and they confirmed that there's a lump, and they said I was going to have to have an ultrasound to see if it was liquid or hard. And, I mean, that kind of puts you in a panic right there. So I, I go to have the ultrasound. The doctor comes in and says it is hard that they need to do a needle point aspiration because it could be cancer. Now, those words, I don't know, uh, every woman, it just strikes a chord. It could be cancer. And so I go in for the needle point aspiration. They can't get the needle in. Now, this is my annual free mammogram. Now, they can't get the needle in, so uh, which I've learned since. If it's encapsulated, leave it alone. So it, it's encapsulated. They can't get that needle in, so they have me come back for a needle point biopsy. Uh, I go in, uh, and you don't even know the panic. I mean, I'm thinking about wigs. I'm thinking about writing a will. I'm thinking about, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do if it is cancer? So um, I go in for my needle point biopsy, and you, you get to view it on ultrasound. You get to see it on the ultrasound. Uh, they have a, a little visual tool in there. And the needle keeps going in, and it's kind of a gun. It's like a trigger gun. They shoot in there to get a piece of this little tumor. And he keeps shooting this, and he keeps missing. And it is very painful. It's very loud. I'm getting exhausted. He's getting exhausted. I says, oh, please, just hurry up. So he says, okay, well, let's turn it up. He turns it up, shoots it, and it goes through the lump, which I can see on the ultrasound, into my lung and collapses my lung. Oh, my God. My whole flash is before me. I mean, the pain was unbelievable. And the next thing I know, I'm in the, I, I'm up in the emergency room. I'm, I'm in the, uh, um, up there and, uh, you know, I'm completely wrapped up. They have to make another hole to blow the lung back up. And, uh, two days later in the hospital, he comes and tells me it's negative. And he says, the good news, it's negative. And I'm just thinking, oh, oh, <laughs> if it wasn't negative, where would those cells be? You know, and, and, and now I have a $7,000 copay. 
And, um, I mean, I just really realized, and I looked at him, I said, there has got to be a better way. They made you pay for their mistake? <laughs> well, that's what you signed that fine print for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, that, that alone uh, is, I, that, know. I mean, that sounds like marketing to me. That doesn't sound like medicine. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will injure I will injure you and guarantee that the hospital gets uh, seven or ten or fifty. Was the the, the copay was probably twenty percent, right? Probably. So, so that means that <laughs> that means that the total bill was thirty five thousand dollars. So the thirty five thousand dollars in revenue uh, flowed from his mistake. I know, wow. and um, you know they just that's one of the the hazards of of, of having those biopsies. Wow. And it, it was very frightening, and I came back to Dr. Melvin, and, you know, I said, Dr. Melvin, there's got to be a better way. And he says, well, you know, we could be doing breast imaging, and he's been doing it. I just didn't know a protocol for it. So him and I went back to school, and, and we got certified to do uh, breast imaging, and uh, it's just opened a whole new world for us doing the breast imaging. Um, because mostly we do, I'll tell you, is, is they're called women's health screenings. They're from the pelvic to the top of the head. So you're seeing, you're seeing uh, a blueprint of what's going on with the other organs. Because listen, ladies, if your body's not healthy, your breasts aren't going to be healthy. So we check, you know, the pelvic, the the uh, abdomen, uh, the descending, descending colons, gallbladder, liver, adrenals. Uh, the spine, uh, kidneys. It's, I love that one, thyroid. Because like Dr. Melvin said, a lot of breast cancers are hormonal. And can a mammogram, when you're doing a mammogram, Howard, you're seeing from under the breast. So you're, you're seeing part of the gallbladder, the stomach. You're seeing all the breasts. You're seeing the axillary. You're seeing the lymph system. You're seeing the hormonal, um, system. You're seeing thyroid. You're seeing the carotids. You're seeing on the thermogram. And you're seeing paradonally what's going on you're never going to see that in a mammogram never so look how much information we work with dr ben johnson from the from the uh he was in the movie the secret he was the the doctor the md nd do in that movie and and he says it's like 32 tests in one picture because we are not just breasts walking around we are connected to a body and that body needs to be working properly well, that's that. That's absolutely the whole the whole idea of uh, holism and uh, and treating the whole body and treating absolutely the terrain um, that in in which uh, good health or poor health will uh, will develop. Um, can you explain the uh, the difference in procedure? I mean, how how invasive is uh, is thermography as compared to, for instance, a mammogram? I mean, thermography, first of all, you're not contacting the body, uh, number one. Number two, you're, you're looking at the radiation that actually comes off the body. So the imagery of, of thermography, number one, is not limited uh, compared to a mammogram, limited on what you can get between those two plates. So basically, uh, the, I've heard I've heard mammograms described as uh, as, as painful and uh, and difficult uh, for for women to experience. Uh, is um, and and Linda, you had a, you had a, uh, someone who who said that they wouldn't have their breasts smashed between those two plates until the doctor would have his uh, testicles done the same way. Is that 
Is that correct? Yes, and I tell women to use that all the time. She said that she told her doctor that when he wants to put his testicles up on that plate and she gets to push the button, then she'll have a th- then she'll have a mammogram. But until then, quit calling her. <laughs> well, so so it is painful. Very painful. Very painful. Women, you know, some women absolutely, I mean, they're so afraid of it, huh, Dr. Melinda? Now they're not doing anything because they're afraid of the mammogram. Uh, they're, they're, they, they are so fearful, and they don't even give them any other options. And there are other options. Yeah, I think, uh, Howard, so often this, this pecking order of the standard of care where the mammogram is done first, and and then the ultrasound is done done second, and and this well, why not just go in and have an ultrasound? I mean, if if you want an alternative uh, other than the mammogram, and you don't and you don't know anything about thermography, why is the standard forcing these women not to just go in and have at least an ultrasound? Um, I think frequently what we end up doing when we do a if we find a suspicious area. With uh, with the thermogram, we we do resort to the uh, ultrasound as an adjunct that has more of a geographical characteristic. So the thermogram is is more of a, a functional uh, point of view of the body. But it's but it's it's not um, it's not invasive. Thermograms and uh, and and son, uh, ultrasounds are not invasive. In the way that uh, X-rays are, and then and they're not carcinogenic in the way that X-rays are, are they? No, no. You know, I finally figured out. You know, um, I have my own radio show that we do every Saturday, and it, it's it's on BlogTalkRadio.com, uh, and it's called the gift of uh the gift of life and i absolutely love it because you know I, i'm doing the radio show and i'm thinking a mammogram can't pick it up for eight years it increases five percent your chances increase five percent every time you have a mammogram your chances so of cancer i finally realized howard you know what keep having them ladies because in eight years they're gonna find it because they gave it to you so so what you're saying your your, your chances of breast cancer increase five percent every time Every time, and so every five percent com- compounded uh, uh, for eight years. That uh, that sounds like almost a fifty percent increase in your chances of getting breast cancer just from the exam. Yeah, because you know a lot of women don't know radiation accumulates. It does not leave unless you detox for it. So it's accumulating every year. We have one. Well, the radiation itself doesn't accumulate, but certainly the damage caused by radiation, uh, by the destructive uh, smashing of the of these high energy um, uh, beams uh, going through your tissue, that is like burning. It's like burning you. Uh, yeah, I, the susceptibility when you start altering genetics with with this type of procedure. That it, it it ends up increasing the probability of the thing that you're really trying to avoid. Yeah, absolutely. So so that in itself ought to be ought to be a, a very a very important reason uh, to to do thermography rather than mammograms. Uh, we have another break coming up in two minutes, um, and what I'd like to talk about afterwards is uh, is is what are the um, are, are there are there 
places you can recommend uh, where women can get these uh, thermograms? And once again, if you repeat the uh, name of your uh, radio show and where, where it can be found uh, on, the, on the web and, um, uh, and, and, and let, let women know what, what alternatives they have. Uh, this is. Uh, p- please stay with us uh, after the break. Uh, we, we have Dr. Greg Melvin and uh, Linda Hayes, certified uh, certified uh, clinical thermographer, uh, on the line with us, and uh, they're giving us some very invaluable information for uh, for women who are concerned about breast cancer. Uh, this uh, program is brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org, bringing you true healing. Um, and, and by the way, it's very much, uh, very much in the line with uh, not doing any harm, like like uh, thermo- thermography is, um, and it's complementary with uh, thermography. So, uh, you know, if you have something that indicates you need to change your lifestyle, we're the ones who'll tell you how to do it. Absolutely. So um, we'll talk about that in uh, uh, just after the break as well. Um, Please stay with us after the break. We're going to get some valuable information from uh, from these wonderful people who are on with us, uh, Dr. Gregory Melvin and Linda Hayes. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, thank you for coming back with us after the break. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. 
Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is Howard Strauss, your host for The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by the by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute, bringing you true healing for 35 years at gerson.org. Um, we have with us uh, Dr. Gregory Melvin, D.C., uh, chiropractor, and uh, Linda Hayes, certified clinical thermographer. And they're telling us some very valuable information for women who are uh, concerned about breast cancer and um, about early detection, very early detection, certainly compared with mammograms and ultrasounds. So, um, uh, Dr. Melvin, uh, you, you, were, you were talking about, uh, uh, about not being able to find some of these cancers with, uh, uh, with, with um, mammograms and being able to find them with um, with, with, with uh, thermography, but um, and the cancers that are now occurring in girls, uh, young girls, girls of uh, 18 and 20 and uh, 25. Now, the, the, you know, what it's called is inflammatory breast disease. Um, basically, it's more of a superficial type of um, cancer that uh, is on the skin surface, such that um, obviously with a mammogram you can't you can't see it where Inflammatory characteristics on the thermogram is very evident when this is a, a tissue that is out of control but on the skin surface. Yeah, and it can strike women as young as 18, 19, 20s, 30s, and we're not even educating. They think they're okay till their 40s and 50s, and most of the cancers we see are under 40, aren't they? Yeah. Well, so question. So, so question. So, supposing you get a patient, and this patient shows positive for early signs of either inflammatory breast cancer or, or ductal carcinoma, um, what what do you advise them to do? I mean, what should they be doing? Yeah, I, I think our goals have more to do with, um, and which is in agreement with what I've seen of of the diet, the Gerson diets regarding feeding feeding these individuals, so then uh, the body has a chance to heal itself. Um, I, I think these are valuable tools uh, when people are thinking that, well, if um, my diet is just not, is not up to par, well, this is where the Gerson Clinic is directing these individuals on a better way of High oxidants. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and it, and it, you know, um, how all of us, we all need to change our diet. We know the diet in America is so horrible, and it's such a great diet. You know, the great thing is we can monitor them with thermal imaging, so you see what's working and then what's not working without radiating, cat scanning, putting them through all these needless tests. So, uh, I mean, what a great way to monitor is uh, by using thermal imaging. Without, without any kind of invasive or, or dangerous or carcinogenic procedures. Yes, absolutely. Um, do, you're, you're in San Diego, is that correct? Yes, we are. We're in San Diego. We have several offices in San Diego. And, you know, the audience can go to totalthermalimaging.com, and they can see the different locations. But we, we have them all over the country. So just go to Total Thermal imaging.com and um, our phone number is there. You can call us. We can recommend other thermography clinics in the country in the remote areas. We're not. But uh, we, uh, we have several, several offices all over Orange County, San Diego, um, all the way from New York to Argentina. <laughs> yeah. 
Louisiana. Louisiana. Louisiana is another country compared to Argentina. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, the the important thing, the important thing is, though, that uh, since it's uh, since it's all over, uh, certainly all over the country, uh, that women who are not in San Diego uh, still have a very good chance of you know, finding a place and uh, and going and getting uh, getting getting. If you if you're worried about if you're worried about breast cancer and what woman today isn't with one out of six or one out of seven being uh, subject to breast cancer these days, uh, what woman isn't worried about breast cancer? Just go in and get this non-invasive procedure. Get a get a baseline and uh, and then you you have a you have a, 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 a a ground truth so that you can uh, compare in the future um, what what it looks like. Is that correct? Uh, a blueprint, ladies, a blueprint. We need a blueprint. And not only just for the breast, but, you know, as Hard was talking, I mean, we want to know other things that are going to cause problems down the line because, you know, most breast cancers don't start in the breast, do they, Dr. Melvin? Yeah, I think a lot of the estrogen-dominant disorders related to the to the breast um, are directly related to how gallbladder and gallbladder disorders, whether they are functioning, eliminating properly, and that uh, the gallbladder bile that uh, produces bile that's five times more alkaline than, than the bile that is uh, dispensed by the liver directly. So I, I think we are trying to understand more and more of the mechanisms that develop these types of disorders like cancer, um, but more importantly, I think uh, we want to address how the health of the body can can be improved by doing things that will help the gallbladder purge properly, things of this nature. And this is something that you can find out with, uh, with thermography that you'll never see on a, on a mammogram. So you'll never see improving health on a mammogram. You may see something. No, you won't. And you know what, Howard, you need to tell them, you know, so many people take uh, the Gershon books, they, they, they borrow the books from here for you. You guys have a wonderful gallbladder cleanse in your book. And, you know, a lot of people take the book home and, and, and they, they want to, you know, copy some of the diets. And a lot of people uh, send for those books. Uh, they're, they're, it's just, they're great books. They're just fabulous books. And they have great, great recipes and, and, and great diets in there. And we all, we all need to change the way we eat. We really do. And, um, you know, I mean, the, the biggest investment you can make is in your health. I had a, a, an older gentleman come in, he's 81. He said, you know what, Linda, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of my body. You know who else said that? Mickey Mantle. Who? Mickey Mantle said that just before he died. Oh, what did, and what did he die? He died, died at sixty, right, or something terrible. Oh my goodness! Well, you know what? You know how if we don't take care of it, if we don't take care of this body, we don't have any other place to live. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So it, it, you, you certainly should take a modicum of care of your body. You don't have to take perfect care of your body because your body is very powerful uh, in fighting uh, fighting off disease and, and surviving anyway. But but in terms of in terms of uh, you know, just paying attention and seeing, you know, and knowing what it is that you're eating so that you don't uh, abuse it constantly and, and subject yourself to these terrible diseases. Just, you know, pay attention, pay attention. Yes, Those- let's get a blueprint, a blueprint. Like I was saying, most of the counters we're seeing, they're under 40. 
So, I mean, they're waiting for these mammograms, you know, when they're 40. And, and, and here we're seeing most cancers are under 40, aren't we? We're seeing a lot of problems. Well, you know, long ago, back in, back in uh, you know, the beginning of the last century, the 1900s, uh, cancer was considered a disease of old age and degeneration. And, and very, very few cancers happened in young people. Um, cancer was so rare uh, that, that cancer patients were often passed around between medical schools so that the students could see what it looked like. Today, uh, the chances are that uh, medical students have not only seen in their own families seen cancer, but uh, maybe even had it themselves. Medical students uh, have had it themselves. So it's not, a, um, it's not anywhere near as unusual. It used to be way less than one out of 50 uh, back in, before the before the uh, turn of the at the turn of the century, but um, today it's uh, it's like one in two point three people get cancer sometime in their life, which is absolutely crazy, um, and it's and it's increasing, and that, it, it has to do with our terrible terrible health. Our terrible you know, food. we had a young girl. Um, well, we we had a young girl come into us, and they wanted to start a nonprofit. She's 21 years old, beautiful girl, and uh, her mother died at 48 of of dental uh, estrogen dominance breast cancer, and she was a nurse. And um, she wanted to talk on the campuses to young women because we felt, you know, no young girl should lose a mother, no young girl, or no mother should lose a daughter. So she wants to start speaking, and so I, I said, well, let's do a thermal on you. She says, no, I'm too young, you know, and I said, you're never too young. That's the great beauty of thermal imaging. We do, we do a thermal on her, and here, what did she have, Dr. Melvin? I mean, she showed evidence of, of estrogen dominance and and certainly issues related to the gallbladder. When, when the gallbladder is not purging properly, it doesn't allow the liver to clean some of this excessive estrogen that otherwise ends up stimulating the breast and producing these inflammatory responses of the breast, which this, this 20, what, 25, 21-year-old 21. 21 gal already showing some of the precursors that just simply changing diets and, and, and doing things to help clean out the digestive system is helpful. Yes, and you know, Howard, she was going to have her breast because she was she was diagnosed with the BRCA. Yeah, but, yeah and she was going to have her breast removed at, at 25. Yeah, exactly. So not only did it save her breast, because now we, we, we can monitor her, it saved her life. Well, you, you know, a, a, lot of, a lot of things... Uh, uh, we're, we're coming up on a break, but let me let me just uh, say that uh, that the stuff that kids are using nowadays, uh, from 15 and 16, or maybe even younger, uh, a lot of the cosmetics that young women are, are using are highly toxic and carcinogenic, and yeah. not only not only that, but also mutagenic. So they cause birth defects in the in the offspring they get from uh, from from the unions that are formed when they attract a mate because they're they're using cosmetics. <laughs> and they then they get a, then they get a uh, uh, then they get a deformed offspring because of the cosmetics, so it's um, it, it, it's very very nasty stuff and you need to check it out. Uh, on, there's a there's a website called nottooprettyorg nottooprettyorg It's all about cosmetics and you really need to watch that. <clears throat> um, we're coming up on a break, our last break here, uh, after which we'll have about ten more minutes to close out the program. Uh, please stay with us. We're gonna we're gonna give out again um, uh, websites and uh, radio programs and, uh, and and good information. 
from uh, from uh, Linda Hayes, uh, certified clinical thermographer, and uh, Dr. Uh, Gregory Melvin, uh, doctor of chiropractic. Um, thank you for thank you for listening. This is uh, the power of natural healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. And the Gerson Institute, bringing you true healing for over 35 years, gerson.org. We invite you to stop in at gersonmedia.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, Find the books and uh, DVDs that are being mentioned on today's show. And uh, learn how to really uh, maximize your health and heal disease if you have it, but maximize your health and keep it much easier than healing disease. So uh, please stay with us. Uh, We'll be right back after a short break. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Every weekend, take some time out of your schedule for new reflections featuring Dr. Adam Rubenstein. It's a show about all things aesthetic. From skin care to plastic surgery, health and beauty, you'll learn about the aesthetic products and procedures to embrace or avoid. Each show will feature live, virtual, interactive consultations that you'll be able to follow along with and featured guests from the world of beauty and aesthetics. Listen Saturdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, for new reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Do you know if kidney disease is affecting you? Are your kidneys healthy? You may have kidney disease and not even be aware of it. More than 31 million people have been affected by kidney disease. Teenagers today are being diagnosed with symptoms such as high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. These conditions can worsen kidney health and cause kidney disease. Be sure to tune in to Improve Your Kidney Health with your hosts, Dr. Rich Snyder, Mark Blatstein, and Dr. Jenna Henderson. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The information you get on this program could help save your life. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. I'm on the line with uh, Dr. Greg Melvin, uh, doctor of chiropractic, and, uh, and Linda Hayes, certified hey. clinical thermographer. And we're talking about, about keeping health and keeping wellness rather than uh, trying to recover it after we've already lost it. And, of course, since uh, uh, cancer and degenerative diseases are basically, um, basically lifestyle diseases uh, from the terrible diet, the terrible standard American diet that we are all being fed, um, then we have control over it because every choice of everything we put in our mouth is a choice of going towards health or going towards illness. Uh, did I state that? Uh, did I overstate that, uh, Dr. Dr. Melvin? Yeah, I think that it's well said. I think also the what, what our goals and, and the ability of infrared is to see how we're breaking those foods down. Um, obviously, the stress characteristics that we live in every day, that uh, we tend to be more uh, uh, 
we tend to be more, the more stress that we have, the more uh, clenching of muscles around the body that this tends to create uh, other added uh, difficulties in the body. Well, of course. Yeah. And then, and of course, when you're, when you're uh, eating uh, junk food and uh, poison, poisonous food, literally it is poisonous. When you're talking about genetically modified organisms, uh, artificial fertilizers, pesticides. Oh, one thing I was talking, I was uh, going to ask about before was pesticides. Uh, pesticides are very powerful uh, chemical compounds that in a lot of cases mimic, um, mimic hormones. And you're, yeah, yeah, you, you kept identifying some of these breast cancers as, as hormone dominant. Do you want to do you want to hook those together? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the soy products um, have been noted to to emulate uh, an estrogen characteristics. So, um, I mean, a fermented soy is, is quite different than than much of the other soy, which is very dominant in many of the foods that are out there but it tends to create this over-stimulatory characteristics of the breast along with these xenoestrogens that are actually come from the plastics that uh, that our water bottles are being used. Uh, the BPA and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, women don't realize how dangerous those plastic bottles are, especially leaving them in our cars and then drinking out of them. The they're, just, they're just deadly. Um, you know, it, it's it struck me that um, that that there's such a lot of hormonal action in uh, in soy. Um, how do you just how would you justify giving uh, soy milk or soy protein or soy ice cream uh, or soy soy uh, textured protein uh, to a to a male infant or even a male teenager uh, when you're giving when you're giving them therapeutically significant doses of uh, of, of female sex hormones how do how, how would that affect things yeah yeah and you can see that the body types um are taking on because now you know men are getting bringing uh, breast cancer yeah or pectoral cancer yes and look how often this is where it was never thought of that men could could be dealing with such such a disorder yeah, so that has a lot to do with the with the pesticides and the and commercially grown food, uh, giving a giving a, a, a another impetus to the uh, to the to the uh, recommendation that people should always eat organic food only because conventionally grown, genetically modified, artificially fertilized food uh, with pesticides and food chemicals uh, applied are just plain awful for you, just plain awful, disease causing. Um, before we before we uh, finish off, um, uh, I would like to have you once again give uh, give out a couple of um, websites and uh, radio radio blog uh, websites so that people so that people can find out more about thermography and uh, and what it is you do and why it's so much preferable to uh, to, to mammograms. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. You know, really quick, hard though, I want to say this. You know, we have more mammogram machines and more uh, cancer walks in any country in the world. And guess what? We have more, more cancer. Exactly. And I want women to look into before they walk in those cancer walks where that money's going. That's so important, ladies. Where that what that pink ribbon means and where that money's going. Please look into that before you go into those walks. And you can uh, you can go to our website. It's totalthermalimaging.com. That's totalthermalimaging.com. 
And you can uh, hear our shows. Uh, you can be part of our show on Saturdays at 3 o'clock. We are, we are on www.imhealthyradio.com. That's imhealthyradio.com. Uh, we would love for you to go there and, and, and just go on hosts and shows, and, and it's called Life. And then you can go on our website, and you can get a chapter of this great book written by Dr. Ben Johnson, who's one of our partners at Total Thermal Imaging, and it's called The Secret of Health, Breast Wisdom. This was an eye-opener. We have to have a show just on this book. It was an eye-opener for me how breasts have just become an idol in America. I mean, they're, they're an idol. And when you read this book, you realize that the Lord never meant them to be an idol. So uh, that's TotalThermalImaging.com, and our radio show is on IamHealthyRadio.com, and it's called uh, The Gift of Life. Now, you, were, you had a uh, book that you were recommending – uh, there by Dr. Johnson, um, you know, the things that women do to enhance and to modify their breasts uh, because of that, uh, because of that uh, um, fixation that we have in the United States uh, are just, it's just horrible. It's abusive. Um, and especially when they put uh, foreign bodies into their bodies, uh, that that can cause even further problems, like uh, uh, like implants, uh, uh, silicon implants that leak all kinds of uh, chemicals, and uh, that that ir- just the very physical uh, rubbing of the of the envelope against the chest wall can cause uh, cause cysts and all kinds of problems as well, uh, and. Not many people know that uh, that they're supposed to change. They're not supposed to leave them in there for more than five years. Doctors <laughs> don't tell them that. Yep. So there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of nonsense that goes on around uh, around uh, enhancing breasts, and uh, most of it most of it is harmful. Uh, so I would recommend strongly that women do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. Of course, that 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 won't get me very far. <laughs> because uh, they do what's effective and what they think works for them, but it's only working for them in the very, very short run. The very short. You know how many women, we once we do the thermogram, remove those implants because they see the harm that it's done to their bodies? And, you know, all the women, when they do the mammograms, how they have to push the implant over, then compress the breast, put it back. They say it is the most painful thing. And the risk of, of getting getting them ruptured is unbelievable. So we've seen it all, and uh, that's why we would love for you to go to our website, totalthermalimaging.com, and just learn all you can. And then I was telling Howard about a wonderful website. It's called No K N O W BreastCancer.net, and uh, she just says how it is, ladies, and she gives you all the documented resources of where she gets her information, and it's a real eye opener. Well, you know, Linda, uh, I, I certainly appreciate. Uh, you, you know, it, it's very clear just from your speech and from your knowledge and from your experience, and even personal experience, uh, that you uh, that you certainly have a passion for this and for keeping keeping um, keeping women's uh, bodies healthy uh, far into the future, uh, so they can so they can know their children, so they can go to their grandchildren's wedding. Really? Wedding and graduation and so forth. So, uh, and and uh, and Dr. Melvin, uh, thank you again for spending your precious time with us and helping our listeners with um, with, with this uh, phenomenal new technology. I um, you know I, I certainly hope any of them take advantage of this. Um, 
we're um, we're coming close to the end of the of the program. Uh, and uh, if you have any last words, uh, Dr. Melvin, uh, that would be great. Oh well, thank you, Howard. It's just a pleasure being able to have this avenue to share. Uh, something that we've we've been around for so many years, and that people, uh, the worst thing about this, they don't know that demography exists. Well, thank you so much uh, for for sharing your knowledge and your expertise and uh, and and your experience with us. Uh, and Linda, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you as well. And uh, and I hope that you uh, you and and uh, Dr. Melvin and Dr. Johnson all succeed in your in your task of improving mm. the health of women around. Thank you so much, Howard, for helping us to get that word out there. Thank you. This is the Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media, gersonmedia.com, and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.